looking at John chapter 6 verse 1. Okay, the story of the read how Jesus fed the 5,000. After these thing, uh, things, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, or Tiberias, a large crowd, and a large crowd followed him because they saw the signs which he was performing on those who were sick. Then Jesus went up to the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was near. Therefore Jesus, lifting up his eyes, as seeing a large crowd was coming to him, said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread, so that, we may, so that these may eat? This he was saying to test them, to test him, for he himself knew that he was what he was intended to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, for everyone, for everyone to receive a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a lad here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are these for so many people? Jesus said, Have the people sit down now. Now, there was much grass in the place so the men sat down in the number about five thousand jesus then took the loaves and having having given thanks he distributed to those who were seated likewise also the fish as much as they wanted when they were filled he said to his disciples gather up the leftover fragments so that nothing will be lost so they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Therefore, when the people saw this, saw the sign which he had performed, they said, This is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Powerful story, powerful tale about God's provision. Um, oh, oh, this, this part where we're going to open it up for discussion and uh, just share what was your take what did you receive from that um, what does it make you think of anyone like to become well it makes you think about um, not being discouraged by what you physically see in front of you they just saw you know just a few little loaves and they're thinking how is that going to be enough but when God yeah. is involved, it's enough, even if it looks like it isn't in front of you physically. Mm. So that's my first Yeah, absolutely. It really um, highlights just just how different God's ways are from ours as well. Mm-hmm. Because um, initially, well, the, the amount that they saw it as, like prior to obviously the miracle taking place, like they saw like a, a particular amount. Like we can easily reflect that to just the difference between like, what we see in the physical and faith. Um, like it's very easy to see what you have in front of you mm. and um, kind of look at that as like the absolute. Mm. But you know, God just shows that like His plan and His purpose. Um, it shows two things actually. It just shows that you know, with faith, you know, you definitely can move mountains, and you know, in, and you can definitely can change things, change like things that you see in the physical. Um, and also it just kind of highlights just the importance of just how 
just what miracles and what God's big purposes are for. Because Jesus didn't, like God didn't, the Father didn't, didn't allow Jesus to perform the miracle for himself and just for a few of his friends. It was for people far and wide, people that he didn't know personally. So it just really um, highlights like just the importance of provision and um, that these miracles that take place aren't for it may be performed by you or these great things may be done and established like well done by you in the physical but it's for the purpose of someone else. It's like we're just really pleased with the past for me. What I like about the story is um, towards the end when they only collected what was left over and <clears throat> what was left over was more than what they started with <laughs> and I think God's always God's always like metaphorically showing you that you know you think your situation um, is, is is in dire needs or of, of whatever and um, at the end of that situation you look and say boy you know look what we look what we're sitting on Look what we've got, and you look back and think to yourself, "Wow, this is this is more than what we started with." You know, a lot of the times we people people look at a job half done and get so discouraged. We're like, "Ah, oh, this this is never going to get built," or "This just looks a mess. Everything looks a mess." You know, before you <laughs> while you're while you're painting a house or a room in a house, when you're painting a room in a house, it's a mess. It's a complete. It's worse than what you started off with. And then when you finish, it's like, wow, we've we've stuck, we've, we've we've completed this. And where people think that at the point where there was going to be, there was not going to be, not even close enough. If you calculate it, I don't even think five thousand. It's like not even. It's like a point of a percent that they had of bread, mm-hmm. and maybe even smaller with the with the fish. But it just shows you that God is more than happy to cater and over-cater to your needs. Yeah. And I think we forget that on a, on a daily basis. You know, just due to the presence of this world, you know what I mean? We're born in it, so we will always kind of fall into it, but God's there, and Christ has been there to save us. Absolutely. We forget, man, we forget that he's been on the cross. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you, if you, uh, if you really sit down like we was, I was talking about this in a group that I go to, and think yourself, right? If you sit down and think about how great God's love is yeah. towards man yeah. on a whole, you just, man, it, it, it literally brings you to tears. Yeah. That someone in the group said they can't think about that in public. It's hard to think about God's love in public because the way it will have you on your face, yeah. like people think yeah. you're nuts or people think you're crazy because of what God love actually means. And that's a snippet of what we know God's love is. You know, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah, man. And we we think because we see something, we think because we see the glass of water, it can't do nothing. But then we know that the, the water can get frozen. We know the water can get um, heated and, and, and turn into mist. Like there's all these things that we just take things for face value for what they are. God's like looking at them like. I think I, I don't know if I said this last week or the week before. You know, um, people look at stuff and like look at look at um, coal, that people take it for coal and don't take it for an energy resource. Yeah. Same thing with wood and stuff. You, until you start doing something different with it, then you think, oh wow, this is more than just coal, this is more than just wood, this is more than just one brick is, is nothing. 
50,000 bricks of the house. You, you know, like, it's, we, I think we just really, sometimes we're looking so close, trying to figure out the picture, when all we need to do is step back. Something as well, like in the story, like the verse 11 where it says Jesus took the loaves and were given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. Um, and he said the fish was as much as they wanted. Like, you, you see just like a blueprint of, of how it, it happened. Like, one thing that you saw was key like, Jesus, he gave thanks to the Father for what was done before it had already kind of been displayed in public. So, it really makes you question, like, what are we doing with. Um, the very things that we ask God to do, it's like, are we saying thank you when we actually see it? Like, um, are, are we thanking God when we see that our prayers are being answered, or do we thank Him as we ask Him for it? So I mean, like thanking Him in advance, and it really is hard to get to a place of like thankfulness. But I think that there's just such a level of like. A level of faith and a level of I guess you just have to be so a level of relation to the extent where you can trust your father so much that you're just thanking him like um, in advance like way before you can see it um, I mean the most amazing miracles that you know that I've seen that I've even been able to kind of be a part of is amongst people who are literally like acknowledging God and thanking him before it actually takes place and then like you know you kind of see things like happening like in the physical but it just makes me really question like you know the things that we are looking for God to do are we asking him and just simply asking him or are we asking him with like with a thankful heart you know in it's advance true, right? as well because I think a lot of the times that like think about it as a child like your mum or your dad tells you something for the benefit of you growing up for the benefit of whatever and you just don't appreciate it yeah you don't appreciate knowing how to wash up because you're like, ah, it's washing up, I want to go play outside. But then when you get older, you think, oh, wow, that, that little washing up lesson or that little, this lesson or lesson on humility, humbleness, whatever it is, you think, wow, without that lesson, I'd be a different person. And I think it's like, and that's what is interesting, like, that's why I think God allows us to follow him when we're adults and not kids. Because as kids, you have this naivety and this, this, this lack of understanding. But adults, we understand it. It's just that we need to grow into what it is God wants, God wants us to grow into. A lot of the time, we just be thinking, oh, you know what? Like, why? Why? I'm not going to keep my mouth closed about a situation. And God is just saying, be quiet. There's no need to talk. <laughs> just, just listen. Yeah. Just listen. A lot of the time, people don't know what what what, what stillness is yeah. because we're too we're too loud, barking, barking away, and there's just there's no need for it. No need for it. I feel like there's an other side to it as well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. He just needed him to give him what he had. That's so deep. Yeah. The boy didn't ask any questions, did he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I thought like that's what childlike faith is about. It's not about um, just knowing how everything's going to work out. Yeah. Like, as a child, when your parents promise you something, like, we're going to go to Disneyland, you don't say, 
oh yeah, but you don't have enough money in your bank account, yeah. you haven't saved enough, you don't yeah. start making all these questions, yeah. you just trust yeah. them, because yeah. that's, that's your father, and you know he's yeah. going to come through with this promise, yeah. but it's like... Well, I think that's what, that's, what, that's what the beauty of being a child of God is, you know, you start off on this kind of, the, the, the milk that is just, and then as you grow older in the word and in Christ and in yourself, you start realising more, like, it's just a bigger understanding and, and knowing that as an adult you started from that childlike faith, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And knowing that you can tap into that faith, mm -hmm. yeah, knowing and willing to think into the bar, I can ask God for anything that I require. And if it's his will, it will be done. Mm. I think um, there's a bit about preparation as well, because he asked he asked the men to sit down, and they didn't know what they were sitting down for. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But he was preparing them for what was to come, and yeah. I think that's that's a part of it as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah being following God. Yeah. And then you'll be ready to receive when it's time exactly. to receive. When, yeah, when it's time. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of people pray. Sorry, bro. A lot yeah. of people pray and. We just we're praying for the one thing. <laughs> when it says you're praying God for for a car, but you won't come off your bike, like <laughs> do you see what I mean? It's, it's so true. Preparation is as key as willing to receive and praise Him in advance. Because the minute you you're not ready to receive something, you know, or you just kind of brush it off, God just God will pass it over to someone else happily. I really feel like as Christians, just in general, not not particularly pinpoint us as people, but just as Christians, like I feel that the sooner we realise that the way things work with God is in reverse to just the world's kind of standards, mm -hmm. I think the sooner you can have that active relationship that just doesn't kind of freeze over, you know, the way the world perceives things is like okay, you have to work for this, and if you make this mistake, then obviously these are going to be the consequences, yeah. and, and and you're not really cutting it, so because you're not cutting it, because you're not meeting these standards, then we're just going to have to just kind of, just kind of dis like, excommunicate you, and you really can't have what it is that you are actually after, and, and even if they're allowing you to have something, you have to continue to work to attain something, mm -hmm. but I just see here, just that you find that the, the ones that are completely reliant and they know that it's not their own doing that God is performing these miracles for them I feel like this is you know there's just so many kind of blueprint-ish kind of actions that you just kind of see here and it just kind of really reminds me or I just really feel God just talking to me about just coming back to him like as a child you know like a child and not questioning but just kind of trusting you know what I mean no, we don't want to humble ourselves yeah. we're pride in what we think we know I mean, we don't. Yeah, so it's like I just think that a lot of the times we don't, we not we we pray for a prayer, but we're not really to necessarily receive the answer. You know that like sometimes we're praying like, oh God, just humble me, humble me, humble me, and they'll put you in situations where you should be humble, yeah. and all of a sudden we're rearing up, rearing up, and thinking to yourself, ah, oh, that, that's really annoying. But in the end of the day, that was your chance to to receive that humbleness at that point and know that that's a perfect situation. Like it happens all the time for me. I pray for something, I'm like, no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, please. Then uh, it's already happening to yourself. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't ready right now. I was talking about next week. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like one thing was with, with my business, right? So I've been praying for God, like, oh, God, just make sure that I get the right people and the right thing. And all of everything just came at once. I was like, um... I have a book, I've got to write all this stuff down. 
so because you just drips and jab it to me yeah. so I <laughs> but like we sometimes you have to be careful for what you yeah. pray for man can I ask a question like is, how is is there how is Jesus like using someone to how is Jesus helping using someone using any of us to feed the 5,000 like today in this day and age like in any way shape or form like what has God called us how has God called us to, to kind of feed the 5,000 like in I don't know if I'm making sense, but obviously yeah, everyone's yeah. kind of being... That's actually the next point. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just taking that one. I was just thinking, like, because... One accord, he, one accord. Yeah, sweet. He did it in a particular type of way, obviously with fish and with bread, but, like, how is God, like... And I really feel like it, it really ties in with just, like, with purpose. And, mm. like, since the summer, like, God really showed me, like, it doesn't matter what you do, like, you're just, like, not in a way where you're inferior but you're really a, a part of the puzzle you know what I mean so you can't try and be the whole piece when you're part of the puzzle mm-hmm. and we feel like God is using everyone to feed the 5,000 so that's just a question I just kind of wanted to ask like how is God using you today to feed the 5,000 sorry I need more uh, almost, it's it's almost too big a question because I'm, I'm I'm trying to work out what uh, bit of this puzzle am I? Because there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not just one thing. Let's zoom in a bit. Yeah, let's zoom in a bit. I don't. I disagree with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, what? it's a, it's a simply answered question. You 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 feed the five thousand by living your lifestyle according to what God, according to how God wants you to like. I always say lifestyle is one of the biggest testimonies that someone that doesn't know you can be blessed by you. What did I do the other day? I, I helped someone out the other day. No, we, we went to the, uh, what did we go yesterday? Ideal Home Show exhibition in the Excel. And this home show, you know, all hyped up. Obviously, the show on TV is really cool. What is it? Grand Designs. Sorry, no, Ideal Home Show. Grand Designs um, show the Excel. I thinking, yo, it's going to be Grand Designs. It's going to be madness in there. Gonna learn so much as well as see so much. There's nothing in there, man. Nothing in there of relevance. Like there's just shops. Just everyone's trying to sell you something. It was just like we got the tickets for free, lucky us. But the parking wasn't, and it's was fifteen pound for the day. We was there for about an hour and a bit, just trying to find something useful. We found one thing, and it was. I'll tell you what it was. It was um, these these screws to put into. Um, plasterboards for stuff to not fall out of plasterboards. That's the only thing that was relevant in our lives. We was like, that's the only thing we took away from it, right? So we went round the car park like twice looking to give someone this ticket of £15 car parking for the day because obviously you pay £15 and you said this day. So we was just driving around, driving around, driving around and we found someone and just gave them the ticket and whatever. And it was like, oh, thanks, thanks, no problem. And I was like, why not? And I went, God bless, God bless. Because I was thinking, sometimes you're the only God someone's ever going to see yeah. that day. So you need to make sure that you don't miss the opportunity. So the way we go out feeding the 5,000 is through our lifestyle and the way we portray ourselves or Christ through us on a day-to-day basis. How many times a day do we mention Christ to someone or God to someone that isn't asking us about God? How many times do you help someone out genuinely and know that literally that's what Jesus would do? Do you see what I mean? That's how I see that question answered. I'd say the best way I try to feed the 5,000 
is by my lifestyle because I could be giving you the ticket but he could look at me giving you the ticket and that could impact him might not impact you and then he could go do you know what I mean like it's so much it's such a chain reaction of what your lifestyle one action and that's one action in a day if you choose to do five actions in a day and that's multiplied by a thousand each that's your five thousand see it yeah so it's kind of like um so this is if we're looking at this story we could look at the the young man the young boy and his lunchbox of munchies and to the outside it's just a it's a child's lunchbox no one's going to think that that's going to be feeding an adult let alone 5,000 people mm-hmm. but he wasn't watching that Andrew Andrew wasn't watching it because he, he probably would have dismissed it said well, that's not doing nothing go away but uh, they both acknowledged that okay well it's more I can't see it's working this is all we got and that's what it took so sometimes it's just a case of looking at what what little bit have we got and just saying this is what I got Lord <laughs> and let God do the best because God will multiply so, yeah, us it corresponds so much with other stories in the Bible yeah. it corresponds with faith as small as a mustard seed mm-hmm. it corresponds with the, the, the lady and the, the last bit of change she had David and Goliath. This is what I'm saying. There's so much things, like it's just full of teachers, isn't it? And it's just for us sometimes to just take it literally, like know that okay, if we have something or not a lot, then the our our, our multiply isn't this world, isn't our hard work, isn't our life. It's it's Christ. A lot of the time we try, like you said, put in the hard work, and it's. We can only get to a certain level because if someone says to you, "So you're not doing enough hard work," it's not going to cut the mustard. Sling mm. your hook. You're just like, "Okay, what, what can we do?" Yeah. And you see what I mean? And we're, mm. we're less without, but God never leaves His children without. If anything, we we've got so much. I'm always saying to people like, "Oh, how's your day? Oh, well, how's your week? Or whatever." They're like, "Oh, it's terrible." I said, well, "At least you're still alive. At least you're still in good health." There's some people that never woke up this week. There's some people that woke up with terrible news. Mm. And you just got to give God thanks that you're still here. Because all of us are still here. Question. Um, put this out to everyone. Um, what would you say, anyone chime in, or even just ponder on it, what would you say is in your lunchbox right now that you feel like you could offer up? Say, well, could you use this? Maybe it could be something that is small and diminutive, like... Fish. Some of you know I work in a school, so I see a lot of um, lunch boxes from here time to time. And you see in this corner, we've got the two giant sandwiches that's probably bigger than my lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the fruit there, the yogurt, and you've got this well wrapped half of bon bon biscuit that's <laughs> some of the discreetly slid in there because they're not allowed yeah. the biscuits in school. <laughs> but, some contraband. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for me, I'll look at it. I'll look at it like. <laughs> oh, don't even give me sorry about what they got on them. Custard cream, mate. <laughs> but um. <laughs> but um. Yeah, the, but I would look on that biscuit. I think it's 
so insignificant. I'm not even. I wouldn't even trouble them with over. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but for them, it's the highlight of their lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's even when you see them talking about swapping lunches up. That's about. That's the thing that their mm-hmm. friends want to swap for. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets passed around the table and whatnot. So I was wondering, what do you think? What does anyone think maybe in their lunchbox that might be small but could be just us overlooking it because we think it's insignificant something that I'm not just saying it because it's my gift because anyone can say oh it's something that I'm, I'm good at so this is what I can do but mm-hmm. but what I'm not saying that it would have been impossible but what good would this miracle have been if there was literally just like um, like bread crusts and fish bone you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> like it was actually something that was actually there so mm-hmm. he multiplied what was already there so it's like I've I've made that conscious decision to to make the music that I do have something that is praiseworthy like for him and then obviously like the increase in the multiplication and more than that that I can I can trust him to do that. It doesn't mean that, you know, like in, in literal terms it doesn't mean I'm lazy with everything but like the faith that I have is that he can like expand it. But I feel like that's definitely something that I have to offer. Mm. say that all of us um, we will have like time, attention, generosity like, things like that um, that we do have we do have some to spare even still it's like as much as you might feel like we use up all those things over the course of a week um, like as you were saying like just by giving somebody that ticket that was just a simple act of generosity which you didn't have to drive around twice to find it but it made a difference to them um, so yeah I think because I can look at other things like oh yeah I've got this business and this and that whatever but I think um, one of the keys to the story is that they were the small things that people might overlook that they had. Um, so I think sometimes looking at this, those, kind of covering the basics and then then also obviously doing the big things, but doing the small things can be just as impactful if you let God use you. That's very I've been, I've been, it's been on my heart since I've started making this furniture stuff. It's been on my heart to make furniture and bring it to a charity shop and say like, take this and sell this this amount because that's what it's worth and um this you know like just what, what, what what's been said today is just really kind of made me think oh yeah <laughs> i need to I need to think because for, for me i think my thing is just kindness or kind-hearted or or showing people that mean nothing to me in that respect of love um i helped someone out this week move their stuff from a from a unit he has to another unit homeless at the moment um and stuff um, and just because I just felt that, why not? Like mm-hmm. I've, I've, I have the means to do it um, by by having a van. Um, and they, you know, and once we, because he was saying, oh, I'll give you a little petrol money. I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, whatever. And then we ended up doing like four, five, four times this week moving this stuff. And 
just throughout we was talking and he was telling me how he's staying in like a like a B and B and just it just seems to me that life is hard regardless if it is or isn't. It's the stuff is hard for me at the moment. And I just said to him, this is to me RV like how much do I owe you? I said, don't worry about it. And he's like, no, 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 it's cool. And then there's a bunch of other stuff that I've given him and all this stuff. And to me, it's nothing because, like, I, I'm not using whatever it is I was I gave to him. Um, the same thing with my van. I enjoyed his company the same time I was with him the whole week. Um, and, you know, it wasn't it wasn't anything. It was in the evening when my family was, you know, catered for. My, my kids were asleep, my wife was home. Excuse me, and all that stuff. And um, it was really good, like... You know, I might have been out of pocket in terms of my petrol money, but that didn't faze me because I was like, the, the deed for, of, of me doing it for him, he said to me, I gave him like a bunch of hats, right? Some snapbacks. And he was like, V man, right, you, you're just always blessing me. I said, it's a blessing to be a blessing. Like, I said, that's it. And then when we was out yesterday at the, that silly show, um, I saw a friend of ours, we saw a friend of ours that we haven't seen for about maybe like two years. And they, they live in, um, where do they live in? Ashford. Ashford, like literally a million miles away from me. <laughs> Not a million, but like a hundred. Um, and he was like, he was, was with the kids and whatever, and he was like, oh, um, what are you guys doing? He was like, oh, we're just going to get something to eat and whatever. And literally, he said, oh, buy the kids something to eat. I was like, no, 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 no. And he pushed it in my pocket. And then I tried to, I tried to, I just picked up the money in my pocket and tried to give it back to him. And he just ran off with his wife. And, um, <laughs> Just and then just came out the toilet with, with an iron, and I looked in my hand, and there's fifty pounds in my hand. I was like, "What type of food am I buying these?" From <laughs> <laughs> burger and lobster type. Of food. I was just like, and then after us, I was looking for him the whole because he went to the same thing as we was going to. I looked for him the whole time he was in there, couldn't see him at all. But like he just disappeared. I said, I'm going to yeah. give him back the money. Maybe he gave me the wrong money. Like, maybe he like, <laughs> yeah. took out way too much. Because like, I've got, we have four kids. That's not even, that's more than £10 a child. Like, that's ridiculous. So, it was like, I said, no, I can't, I can't. Like, I can't. I didn't feel right taking it. And literally, up to now, look, the 50 pocket is still in my pocket. 50 pounds is still in my pocket now. Oh my I haven't even touched it. Because I was like, I need to find him. You're not going to find him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to find him. Buy yourself something. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't find him. But it's just like, you, you, this is what I mean by... But that's you, the thing, you were willing to give of yourself, mm. but you don't want to receive. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a bit of a flaw. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are cutting about that. Because I can't believe it's still in your pocket. Yeah. Literally, I didn't even expect, but literally, yeah. it's still in my pocket. Mm. I was like, no... Even just said to me, oh, you got money in your pocket? I was like, nope. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, Take the kids and get something to eat. Like, that's where tomorrow. it's time to be this, the 5,000. You know funny enough, that's really hard for me, you know. I really, I'm, I'm like, I can give all day long. Open my house up, whatever. But when it's time for someone to say, look, you hold this, I'm like, I got my hands. I can't do it. And it's, it's, it's a bit of a struggle for me to, to, to receive stuff. Yeah. It's because I never received. I don't feel like I. I don't know. I just don't feel. I'm the. I'm the giver. <laughs> but do you ever feel that a, a breakthrough for you, like a breakthrough for you, is not going to really come out of the clear blue sky? That one thing that God wants to give you, and the opportunity that He wants to give you, that thing that you, that your heart needs. Yeah, I don't think it's going to come in the form of an alien. You know? mm-hmm. It will come in the form of a person. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I mean, it's, uh, it's sometimes it's hard to strike balance. People always say, no, man, it's better to give than receive, isn't it? <laughs> so, like, but something great is going to come your way, man. You just have to have your hands ready. It's hard, it's hard. Something, it just reminded me of something that I've told a few people over the past few years. So like, it's better to give than receive. If you're not ready to receive, you're denying the other person See, the blessing of doing me. a better part. Someone else said that to me once. As a rope. Someone else said that to me. She 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 put a hundred pound in my hand and she's like, stop <laughs> she's saying something like, Stop um stop refusing me of my blessing of giving. I'm like, yeah. What? That's the you know, like you think it's a, and I was like, oh, I can't even not take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stop the most blessing. <laughs> it's hard work, man. It's hard work. It's hard work. Uh, yeah, that's um, there's a lot of powerful points made, or very poignant, for very edifying. Blessed by everyone's contribution. Thank you very much. Um, I think just so that was a go forth this in this week. Like just we've as we as it's clear is is very practical to just dig in our lunchbox and to take out, okay, this is what I've got. Okay, what if I've got time? What if I've got what's that? I I, I, I actually realised this week that certain people actually thrive of receiving WhatsApp messages from not from me because I'm me but because of our friendship that's how they like to hear from me you know it doesn't matter so much if we're not with each other meeting up with whatnot so little things like that just um, just know they're thought of sometimes that can be enough mm. you know, one person asks me time to time when's are you praying for me <laughs> okay so I know okay pray just send a little voice note for prayer. There's little things that we can do. Yeah, so, I think it's the little things. It's, it's the smaller things done consistently that that's going to create a habit and a lifestyle yeah, of true. of feeding. And in that mix, we still need to be the 5,000 at the same time, being ready to receive them, following God, knowing when we're, it's time to hand our lunchbox to Andrew so we can take it to Jesus or when it's time to sit down and say okay what's happening next Lord I don't know why I'm sitting on this mountain and you're not preaching it's a lot let's pray Father God I want to thank you Lord for the fellowship of believers here right now and the still sharp wise minds that you've gathered together Lord Thank you, Lord, for each individual here. It's been such a blessing to be among them all. Love them all dearly. I pray this week we we go we go forth as that young boy with his pat lunch, ready to share a pat lunch with our peers, sharing our sandwich here, cupcake there, broken bonbon biscuit here, a piece of banana there, local. Let all that we have, however small it is be enough to feed those you put into our into our circle Lord God Lord God just pray that you'll be glorified with our coming and going and all that we do in Jesus name Amen, Amen.